DW Learning by Ear. Listen up, shift your future. Hello everybody and welcome to the 10th and final episode of the Crime Fighter series sweeping up Likalongo. Kaum has returned to the African town of Likalongo now that Randolph Kamo from the Sanoso Eco Agency has been released and his accusers Godfrey Toso and Paolo Fusu are under investigation. The mayor asked Randolph and his agency to help introduce a new waste management scheme in the town. Now, a week later, the mayor and our young friends from Sanoso Eco have called on the local people to join them at a big public health day event to raise awareness about how to deal with waste. Let's see what they are up to at the beginning of this episode, entitled The Big Challenges. See how clean and pleasant our streets are now that we've cleaned them. Let's congratulate our friends from Sanoso Eco Agency who opened our eyes to the problem of waste in our town. They're going to help the town hall implement a new waste management scheme in Likalongo. I'll now hand you over to Randolph, who will explain. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Thank you, dear citizens of Likalongo, for coming to this public health event. I won't be the only one speaking today. My colleague Matilda Fanta also has information to share with you as does our favorite environmentalist, Rosa Nabiso. Yeah. <laughs> He's exaggerating a bit. I'm not really an environmentalist. I'm just passionate about protecting the environment. As you'll have noticed, we've started placing garbage cans outside the homes that have signed up for our scheme. We collected all the 50-liter cans that were lying around and painted them different colors. Each color represents a code. The blue cans are for anything that can be recycled. That's plastic bottles and packaging, glass, cardboard, paper and metal. Mm -hmm. The green cans are for organic waste, food waste from homes and restaurants, dead leaves, plants and so on. And the yellow cans are for all the rest. Soiled plastic, wood, textiles, shoes, wipes, crockery and so on. You see, the mayor has already become Sanoso Eco's spokesman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's right. I'm completely convinced. These different garbage cans are the first stage of a recycling scheme we are implementing in Lekalongo. But we need your help. With a well-organized system, we'll be able to reduce pollution and waste will become a resource that can actually be used. But neither Sanoso Eco nor the town hall can do this alone. We are going to enter into partnerships with businesses as well as national and international institutions so that our waste can be treated. And this will also create jobs in Likalongo. Our partners are going to help us set up a sanitary landfill. They'll also help us process certain types of waste into fertilizer. And that in turn will help our agriculture. For all these reasons, Every citizen of Likalongo will have to sign up to a compulsory and systematic waste collection scheme. And in order to reduce the pollution caused by plastics, we are banning the sale and use of plastic bags in Likalongo with immediate effects. They will be replaced by baskets or bags made of fabric.
It sounds as if the reforms the mayor of Likalongo has just announced will meet with some opposition too. To explain why these changes are necessary, the members of Sanoso Eco have decided to address the younger generation. After the public health day, Matilda, Rama and Randolph go to a high school to talk about waste management. So, this is why we shouldn't throw garbage just anywhere and why it's important to salvage and transform as much waste as possible. Thank you for that explanation, Randolph. Does anyone have any questions? Yes, Charlene? Mr. Kamo said that waste posed a threat to climate. But I thought it was greenhouse gases produced by cars and big factories that were damaging the climate. Yes, you're talking about carbon dioxide. And you're right. But that's not the only threat. When organic waste decomposes, it produces methane, another greenhouse gas that can be very damaging. The methane emissions caused by open-air dumping sites amount to 4% of the gases responsible for climate change. There are studies that have proved this. That is why it will be good to have a sanitary landfill in Lekalongo. All towns should do the same then. Yes, indeed. Even though it will take longer to prepare this landfill site. In the meantime, there are already some very useful things that can be done to recycle waste. Like what? Yeah, like what? You probably know that fertilizers are needed to increase agricultural production. Yes. 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 The organic waste you were just talking about can be composted, and if it's uncontaminated, it can be used to make biofertilizers that don't harm the environment. What's even more interesting is that if towns make fertilizers using their own waste, they can create and maintain urban garden plots to produce high-quality vegetables and fruit. That means greenhouse gases will be further reduced by not having to transport vegetables and fruit. And with cities getting bigger and bigger and creating more and more waste, these biofertilizers could even be sent to the countryside in future. Exactly. Then there'll be what's known as a virtuous circle between urban and rural areas. In future, there'll probably be lots of other ways of using this waste. Some African countries actually are developing projects to generate electricity from treating garbage. There are probably some future engineers among you who'll want to work on these projects. <laughs> In any case, you can follow Randolph's example. He's shown a lot of initiative by launching his own company. Our continent needs young entrepreneurs to develop garbage collection and sorting projects and help tackle the problem of waste. Thank you. Now, we are going to give you some bracelets you've made out of plastic bags we collected from our clients. Oh, wow. Yes. So wow. It looks as if our friends at the Sanoso Eco Agency have fired the enthusiasm of these young people and converted them to their cause. The next day, Randolph and Rama start collecting their clients' waste again. They may have taken on new workers, but they are still working on the ground themselves as well. Randolph! Hey! Randolph! It's me! George Zika! Do you remember me? Oh, Mr. Zika! Of course I remember you! You called us beggars when you asked whether you'd sign up to a garbage collection scheme. Sorry, it wasn't personal. I hope you're not still angry with me. It seems people who wish you ill end up in prison, eh? <laughs> like the town councillors, Godfrey Toso and Paula Ofuso. <laughs> That's funny. You have nothing to feel bad about, Mr. Zika. You just did not understand. That's all. True. The accident at Zukuso really made me think. 
I also heard you speak recently about the importance of proper waste management. So I've signed up to your scheme now, even before garbage collection becomes mandatory. A very good decision. I've got a question about the scheme. You also collect oil cans. I use a lot of them in my trade and I used to burn them to get rid of them. You should be very careful doing that sort of thing. It's very dangerous. Those cans should never be burned. Nor should tires or electronic waste. For one thing, it can spark off dangerous fires. But the fumes are also very toxic. They are damaging to the health of humans, animals and plants. Oh really? I didn't know that. Listen, set these cans aside and give them to us. And if you always sort your waste properly and give us lots of materials that can be recycled, we'll give you a discount. Does that sound like a deal? Uh, yes. If you have any doubts about what waste to put in which garbage can, don't hesitate to ask us. That's what we're here for. Great. Thank you, Randolph. Thank you, Rama. And that brings us to the end of our radio series, Sweeping Up Likalongo. In this African town, Randolph's and his friends' efforts are really going to change people's attitude to waste. The local authorities have been persuaded that it's important to put in place a proper waste management system with the help of external partners. And the local citizens have also understood that they need to change their daily habits. This story was written by Yoxil Nyongwe with a special contribution from the environmental consultant Pierre Delcroix. You can listen to this episode again and to all our other series on our website dw.com slash crimefighters. And don't forget to leave your comments on our DW Africa Facebook page. Thank you for listening and goodbye.